Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm your host, Lucky, and today, well, first, let's start off with the Anime Corner's Top 10 Anime of the Week of July 23rd through July 30th, which July 30th was yesterday. Hope you guys enjoyed our weekend talk, talking about Mr. Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, One Piece, as well as My Hero Academia. But yeah, let's go into this and see if I agree or not. I've actually seen most of the anime on this list. I think there's two on here that I have not seen. So let's let's see, you know, let's see what they got right and got wrong. Uh, no, actually, no, there's three. If I'm, yeah, okay, there's three. So I've seen seven of, on this list, so I can at least comment about that. Um, let's see. So number one is the case study of Vanitas. So this one, shit, I keep thinking, because <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of different like, dude. Anyway, I I think this one's on Funimation. I keep I kept on seeing something with Vanitas in it, but I was like, is this the right one? Um, no idea what that one's about. Uh, number two is Miss Kobayashi's Dragons Maid. I I guess it is. Shit. I I guess it could be number two. I don't I don't think that you should rate it that high. If I'm being real here, I I don't think it deserves to be that high. It, it like it, when we're looking at some of the other ones on here. But sure, I guess the uh, then there's girlfriend, girlfriend. Um, I think if I had to guess, dude, I think it's just well, obviously it's based on popularity, but still, I'm kind of like surprised at how many people voted for that that this particular episode because there wasn't a lot to happen in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I mean, they went to a carnival and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, let's go to number three, girlfriend, girlfriend. I guess I mean it just started getting into like you know, adding more to the harem kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. Sorry about that. I had to blow my nose off, uh, off mic. The Duke of Death End is made. I wanted to see this one. Uh, wh what, what did I read about the synopsis? I think it's about a guy who apparently, like, everything he touches dies, basically. Which, and then he gets a maid, and somehow the relationship is very strange. Anyway uh definitely that was one i wanted to check out i didn't know exactly how it was uh it sounds like an interesting premise though uh number five is remake our life still something i really want to see kind of reminds me of real life uh to a certain degree if you guys have ever seen real life it's about a dude well guy who's 27 years old is working at a like a 7-eleven type place convenience store and is given the opportunity by a pharmaceutical company to take this this drug called Relife and go back ten years and relive his high school years and try and figure out what he what he lost during those years and you know kind of regain it that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, it seems like an interesting one. Uh, Michael and Johnny have been telling me about it, although I don't think they've caught up with it either. Uh, How a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. That's a really good one. I I really do like that. It, it's another isekai, but instead of the character being kind of OP, he's he looks at everything through a rational lens and was actually given the kingdom in the very first episode, by the way, this isn't like a complete spoiler or anything like that uh, by the King, because he real the King realized, Oh, this guy has actually got this shit on lock. Like he's, he's going to go do things. It, you know, kind of reminds me of a uh, blank from no game, no life. You remember guys, how they, uh, they beat, uh, who I forgot who the fuck they beat. I forgot what her name was, but they beat this girl for the King, the kingdom. And then right after they got to in the kingdom, they ended up, you know, completely transforming it, uh, figuring out the the livestock situation, figuring out the, um, you know, the crops and the economy and all that kind of stuff. So similar thing in, in that particular regard, in terms of like how, how he runs things. Uh, he's a university student from another world and, you know, kind of goes from there. So it, it, very, very interesting premise. I really liked it. Uh, the characters I'm really starting to like right now. 
Uh, Sukumichi Moonlit Fantasy, really good one. I still think, this might just be my opinion, but I still think that Sere uh, Goto, I think is what it's called, uh, Spirit Chronicles, I think it deserves to be on this top 10 list. I think that is my sleeper anime for this season. I really like the the setup of Sere. Uh, I, I think it's a better, in my opinion, I think it's a better isekai than Sukumichi. Although Sukumichi is fucking awesome. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I love power trip isekais. I fucking love them. But at the same time, it's a lot of shit that I've seen before. Sere does some things a little bit different, you know? Um, I, I personally like it when a hero is shunned a little bit, you know, which is where Sere kind of comes in instead of the, the hero being like completely accepted by everybody like in Tsukamichi. Obviously, he's not accepted by everybody, right? There are people that are afraid of him because of how powerful he is. But in Sere, it's a lot different, you know, people, you know, people, the aristocrats are using their powers, or sorry, aristocratic kids are using their power to, to overturn or overpower him and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's very different. It reminds me of like the first episode of like my, uh, Rising of the Shield Hero, you know, where, you know, this is aristocratic bitch just completely frames him and tries to make it look like he, he raped her and all that kind of stuff. So. Anyway, let's go over to number eight, Tokyo Revengers. Yeah, Tokyo Revengers is getting really awesome. I, I haven't watched the most recent episode, so I will admit that. But yeah, Tokyo Revengers is really, really good. Uh, no hate on that. I definitely agree that it should be on the top ten. It's de definitely... <sighs> dude, it's one of those anime that always has my anxiety on, like, full alert, dude. Like, every single time, like, it seems like Takamichi is doing something good. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, dude, I did something great. And then it's like, no, 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 no. You still need to do this, 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 and this, right? Like, it started off with just a couple of things that you had to do. And then now it's like, oh, yeah, you have to become, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but you have to do something that's kind of incredible, for, especially for somebody like you. And you're like, uh, okay. Uh, number nine is uh, that time I got reincarnated as Slime Season 2 Part 2. So the only reason why I disagree with uh, this particular anime being on this list is because the last full three, three or four episodes have all just been built up to what's going to be happening now granted it's been pretty good build up right i haven't it's not like i've been like sleeping like oh my god oh, somebody wake me up when they stop talking but you know it, it's mostly been build up which i don't mind as long as the rest of it is fucking crazy shit like a crazy action see that's the thing about pacing that people need to understand right is that uh, pacing is a good you have to remember your pacing, right? So if you're going to go slow in the beginning, you better go fucking fast at the end, right? Very much like if you're like a if you're like a fighter, right? You don't want to blow your fucking gas tank in the first round, and maybe you're one of those explosive people. I don't know why I'm bringing up fighting analogies right now, but that's just the way I think. You know, maybe that's how you do. You go slow, and then you you come out with a burst of energy, and then you go slow again. Or in some people's case, they kind of pace themselves, right? Like anime, uh, like certain anime, they kind of pace themselves. They give you a little bit of, little bit of backstory and then the action. A little bit of backstory, action. But the action isn't too intense until the very end, you know, that kind of thing. But personally, I, I like the latter a little bit more where it's like they, they keep a constant, um, constant theme of action. Of course, I, I think there are certain anime that this doesn't pertain to, which would be like long form anime like... Uh, one piece not long form like long where where there's a bunch of episodes right you can't have every episode be fucking action right um but you know that's where sometimes where one piece ends up falling down just a little bit you know where it's just like you go through these lulls of 
excuse me, Luffy and the Straw Hats running away from something for like five episodes. Uh, actually, that's not even true. It's like it's a lot more episodes than that. But you know what I'm saying? But, you know, at least in the moment, it feels like that because, you know, you're waiting every fucking week and all of a sudden he's still fighting this mochi person. Anyway, sorry, slight spoiler there. Let's go over to number 10. My next life is a villainous. All routes lead to doom. All routes, all roofs. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this, this one definitely deserves to be on the top 10. I actually would put it. If you're gonna put Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid at number two, I think this should replace that. It, I, I'm 100. If we're being 100 honest with ourselves, absolute bullshit that it's not higher up. You know, I, I say that, and then I, I, I'm not one of those people that vote uh, vote on this. So I, you know, I, I, I get. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like people who complain about voting, even though they don't vote. You know, I, I guess I don't really have a, too much of a say about this one, but. I think if if the logic is right, like Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, which did nothing this last episode. I mean, granted, it's still a very good episode, right? That's what Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is. That was what our weekend talk was about. It's a show about nothing, like right. It, it literally is at its best. It's a show about nothing, right? Every and then at, with like crazy action in the beginning of the season and crazy action at the end of the season. That's kind of what it does really well. And whereas my next my next life is villainous is really good with character development and very good with character relationships. That's what it specializes in. So, and it's been doing a fucking awesome job so far. And it even raises stakes like pretty substantially, like right in the first couple of episodes. So yeah, I don't completely agree with that. Um, interesting. Sorry, I'm still on this Reddit uh, anime subreddit since we, we just finished that. I figured, you know, we'll just chill out today on it's a Saturday. Uh, I'm not gonna do too much stuff. I'm probably gonna do a an uh, another like why you should watch uh, tomorrow. So go ahead and look out for that. I might be it might be two year eternity. I personally like to usually do things about things that are already finished or have like at least you know a bunch of fucking episodes, which two year eternity definitely does. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably uh, make another uh, why you should watch tomorrow. Uh, let's check out this next uh, this next post over here. Straight men of the subreddit. Why, what are the top, what are your top five most attractive male characters? Don't lie, we all at some point uh, thought that a male character was hot as fuck. What are your top five most attractive male characters? I think we actually did a, we actually did a casual discussion about this, but I'll, I'll name some of mine. Uh, Gilgamesh from the Fates Day series. There is, okay, I'm, I'm trying not to go into the same series twice. Um... Man, you know, there's a lot of really attractive men in, in anime, so it's tough to say. But Gilgamesh kind of breaks the mold a little bit, because, you know, typically in, like, harem anime, we have the fucking loser in the middle of everything. And it, typically, besides Kazuya, most of the time it's, like, a black-haired, pretty bland guy for, for the most part. So, yeah. Um, so Gilgamesh from the Fate Safe series is definitely uh, pretty high up there. Let me see. Number two. Who the fuck would number two be? I don't. I don't really know if I have a number five. You know, what? I'm gonna go through some of the comments to see what I got. Um, let me see here. Uh, Isaiah Orihara. Oh fuck. I think that's. I think that was the Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's from Daravara. Yep. Um, Denos from One Punch Man. That's an interesting pick. I don't completely agree with it, but that's okay. Kiba from Naruto. What are we saying here, bro? If we're going to choose Kiba, we might as well put Rock Lee on there. By the way, Rock Lee, handsome fucking devil. But still, fucking Kiba from Naruto. If anything, I mean, I, I fucking hate the guy, but Sasuke for sure, right? 
I would, you know, I'd probably, no, you know what? Instead of any of those people, Kakashi, right? There's one episode where Kakashi shows his face. And I got to be real with you, dude. He looks pretty fucking good. I was like, oh, God, what the fuck is that? Let me see here. Anos Valdigone. That's a great one. Oh, that's a really interesting one. Uh, that, that's from the, uh, 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 fuck, what is this anime called? Uh, Jeez, dude, something Misfit at Demon King Academy, something like that. Um, then there is, dude. Okay, that is a very good point. The most recent Aaron Yeager, you know, with the long hair and shit. I was, dude. I I can't. <laughs> I keep on just saying, dude. How long is it before Mikasa just gives into him, dude? Just like, you know what? I'm here. I'm here for you. Yep. I don't care if you're a, d- a fucking dick. In fact, I think I like you better that you're a dick. Um. So I mentioned Bond from the Seven Deadly Sins. Not too bad. I I, I I would agree with that one. I mean, I think the fact that he's got scars and the fact that he's pretty loyal is is a pretty big uh, you know, pretty big reason why he should be on this one. Um, I mean, Escanor is a pretty good one, but once he turns into to, to Betacuck, Escanor, you know, when he's Giga Chad Escanor, like that's different. But when he's Betacuck, I think it kind of outweighs everything else because that, that's always going to be him, right? Um I don't know if I can find a five, right? Like, I do, I'm looking through these fucking comments trying to get some interesting ones. You know what? I'll, I'll put I'll put him on here because somebody put Mugen from Samurai Champloo. I will actually put Gene because Gene was actually a very good-looking um, samurai, you know, and also very, you know, he was also really, like, he was also, like, a very much a, what would you call it, like a gentleman, you know? So yeah, I think that uh, I think I think I put Gene instead. You know, even though Mugen's like the bad bad boy of the the series, uh, you know, at the same time he doesn't have any fucking doesn't have any manners at all. You know what I mean? So, um, okay. Actually, I want to bring up something. Uh, so there was uh, there's a post right here. Most disappointing anime adaptation is what it says. Just as the title says, what is your most disappointing anime adaptation for me? It's Record of Ragnarok because I love the manga and the art was great. But then we get a slideshow for the most important part of a fight. Runner-up is uh, SDS uh, Season 3. No more needs to be said. What What is SDS? SDS. Fudge, dude. Why am I? Dude, I hate dude. I Dude, I have been so fucking livid with Reddit, dude, on my other channel on Mental Health Casual. Because all I'm hearing are these fucking, uh, are these fucking, you know, uh, what would you say? All these fucking like acronyms and shit, and I don't know what it even means, bro. Every time I go to a fucking subreddit, it's like like a new su- it's a new fucking acronym, and I know I have no idea what it is. Like just type out the word, bro. Like come on, bro. Oh my god. Anyway, SDS. I no fucking yeah, no no clue what that means. But um, I've been hearing a lot of shit about Records of Ragnarok, and this is one of the reasons why I actually don't like to read manga until after the fact or you know unless i'm i'm like it was something like boruto before i quit it right um because and i'll actually argue that boruto did the anime actually has done some things better than the actual manga um in terms of like some of the fight scenes and stuff like adding some things you know but um when i watched records of ragnarok i didn't think that it did a bad job with any of it, right? A lot of people were talking about it, how, like how disappointing it was. It just coming from my own point of view when I got to see it, 
that there was nothing i saw absolutely nothing wrong with it i would actually rate it as a top really really high uh i, I rated really highly you know maybe maybe like a maybe like a seven i mean it's a very typical tournament arc anime so i can't really go much higher than like a 7.5 if i had to give it um but yeah i mean it still has a lot of really cool stuff um but i don't hmm. But yeah, I, I I still thought it was great. But when you read the the manga, of course, there's going to be things that you're like, oh, no. And I'm not trying to bag on people who read manga or anything like that. But I think when we are talking about, you know, like people who are just straight up manga readers and they look, look at it and they're like, oh, my God, fuck this. I, I don't see the same things, right? I'll give you an example of, an, of a manga that I watched. And what the fuck is that? I don't, dude. I just saw a fucking capybara on a on an anime, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Anyway, um, <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but you know, the one manga that I did read, uh, I think I was while, while I was watching the anime, right? Uh, I don't think my mom realized how fucking violent it was, or else she wouldn't have bought it for me. But it was Roni Kenshin, right? And I think she was just she just wanted me to get into reading. And I remember there was one thing that the the anime series left out that the manga like fucking left it. It was it was brutal, right? And a little bit of a spoiler here if you guys haven't watched the whole Oni Waban arc. Wait, Oni yeah, Oni Waban group, like right, right the ninja kind of assassin group. So there's uh at the very end of the Oni Waban arc, right? There's this, this uh in the anime, the main bad guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um hold on real quick. Uh Roni Kenshin. See if I can get his name real quick. Uh, but anyway, there's a he ends up getting away. All of his all of his comrades are basically just completely killed off, and he leaves. Right, but in the in the actual uh, sorry in the actual manga, dude, this this fucking crazy dude, right? <laughs> this fucking dude just straight up cuts off all his because they're dead, by the way, right? So he straight up cuts all of their fucking heads off and uh oh Aoshi, that's right. Uh Shinomori Aoshi. So uh he straight up cuts off all of his friends' heads off and he runs away with them. And I was like, bruh, that's fucking wild. Also, I heard something about Bleach. I think in Bleach when uh fuck. I can't remember any of these people's names right now. Uh the the Quincy dude, can't remember what his name is. You guys know who I'm talking about, right? Um Quincy dude is fighting Urakiyota one of the Espada. I think at one point, like, Urikyoto actually rips off his arm in the manga, which, I mean, everybody was kind of, like, talking about that shit. I'm like, okay, guys, we gotta remember what the fuck this is, right? This is a, there's a manga, right, which can go do whatever the fuck it wants. And then there's an anime, which has a lot of restrictions, right? Especially if you're gonna try and show these things. Uh, not given that same leniency to Records of Ragnarok, right? Because Netflix really could have done whatever the fuck they wanted with this. Uh, you know, we've seen them do it before, right? Castlevania is a pretty good example of that. But I would just say that I think that, you know, sometimes when we try and compare the manga and the anime, I think you have to think about it as two different experiences with the same story. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not, I, listen, dude, I love a good manga. And, dude, I was reading the Berserk manga for a long time. Uh, rest in peace to Kentaro-san. But I really, I really hope that's his name. I, I couldn't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's Kentaro-san. Um, but at least for me, I... I think they're just two different experiences that it's hard to compare. Um, but, you know, either way, I think Record, Record of Ragnarok did it really great. And I, listen, I really, uh, 
I really do want, uh, you know, I want, I want more people to watch it. I, th- I think that it did a really good job, you know, for the most part. So, uh, you know, if, if you haven't watched, if you haven't read the manga, then maybe don't and just go watch the anime, man. It's a really good, it, like I said, really fucking great tournament anime. That's all it is. It's a tournament anime of people versus gods. What more could you fucking ask for? Anyway, let's go over to the next one. Let's help out with this suggestion. Uh, suggested sad, melancholic, emotional anime series. Hey guys, I used to watch anime when I was younger, and the series I watched and enjoyed were always a deep, emotionally engaging one. Seriously, uh, suggestions are uh, very welcome and appreciated. Tell me your favorites, and I will look into them. I want to lock in ASAP. Fire away, please. Okay, so I would say Real Life is definitely a good one. Somebody uh, mentioned a couple, of, couple of Netflix ones: uh, Violet Evergarden, A Silent Voice. I want to eat your pancreas. I don't know where to find this one, so I we found it on YouTube for free, dude. And I was like, hey, let's check it out, right? and bro fuck dude <laughs> that shit that shit hit hard uh you're lying april clonot and clonot after sorry still don't like those ones because i feel like they were a little cheap with that uh neon genesis is a pretty good one um anahana also anahana is like everywhere now i mean you can find it on netflix vrv funimation you know those i think those are some of the best ones is the ones that you can find plastic memories on verve i think I think it's also on Funimation. I, I think they have the double on Funimation, if I'm not mistaken. That's a really good one. Orange or Orangey. Uh, very, very good one. Um, but, yeah. I Let me see here. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones off the top of my head. Like I said, Real Life is a really good one. Really makes you think about... Uh, you know, especially for an adult, if you, if you, if you look back at it as an adult, dude, that shit fucking kills, dude. It really, really hits you somewhere where you didn't think you could get hit before. Um, uh, let me see here. I think I'll do one more post right here. Um... What are some of the most powerful scenes you have seen in an anime? Things that left an impact with you on how good they were. See, when I first read it, I was like, wait, most powerful things? You mean like Saitama punching a fucking mountain? Or you mean... Okay, gotcha. Um, va- <laughs> yeah. Vacuum butt cannon. That's from uh, Kaijo. If anybody's ever seen Kaijo. Oh, Hip Whip Girl. Bro, that anime is fucking wild dude that is like kaijo is definitely the reason why people look at anime with contempt bro holy shit that anime is definitely the reason why people look at anime with contempt holy shit <laughs> kaijo vacuum but kid anyway if you guys ever get a chance on verve uh, i think i um, can't remember if funimation has a has a dub for it but I I don't think you need it up. I think you just need to watch it to, to see what for yourself, dude. Just watch Kaijo. K-E-I-G-J-O, I think is how you spell it. Uh, definitely fucking check that shit out. Um, I think well, Anahana, uh, obviously, the, at the very end is pretty, pretty like, left an impact with me. Um, I, you know what? I, I'll always cite this one. And this is my first uh, mental illness and anime video that I did on my other channel on Mental Health Casual which was uh naruto uh after oh shit okay after uh, i i i feel like i should be able to say this since it's been so long but after a particular character dies in naruto naruto just loses his shit and uh like not loses his shit but you know it, it's, it's it's my first time i ever saw him uh like i just straight up saw him cry and i was like oh my god wow and you know what i just saw like because you know usually typically naruto is a very happy character 
And so seeing, and I think you can say that about most of the shonen anime, when a particular character died and Luffy, like, was uncontrollably crying and went on a rampage, right? I just did a, I just did uh, mention him in one of my most uh, recent mental illness or mental health casual videos. So, yeah, anytime when the main character kind of veers off from its usual, you know, especially in shonen anime, right? Those, those, those particular points have to be handled with a lot of care because we're not used to seeing, we're, a lot of times we're not used to seeing the main character of a shonen anime just completely lose and completely lose themselves. And when they do lose themselves, they need to be, it needs to be uh, handled with a lot of respect. And I think Naruto and One Piece did a great job with that because, um, you know, Naruto's case, uh, of course, Aruka sensei comes and just, you know, helps him out. And, uh, you know, funny enough, Shikamaru does as well. And then in uh, in One Piece's case, uh, Jinbei comes to uh, Luffy's aid and helps him out a little bit. So, yeah, there is a lot there to, you know, there's a lot there to really leave an impact on. Because, like I said, you're not used to seeing these people deal with these tough uh, co- these tough uh, situations, right? They're, they're, they've dealt with physical adversity, but in terms of emotional adversity, it's it's tough to say, right? You know, maybe that you could argue the emotional adver- adversity of getting your butt kicked and trying to get back into the fight. Sure, but that has a lot to do with the physical realm, whereas these emotional, you know, when you have to deal with a death, there's a lot in, in the emotional realm that you have to deal with. So, yeah, I would probably say the, those two particular ones. I'm sure I could name off a bunch of them, but I don't want to get too much into spoilers on this talk. So remember, guys, I'll do a uh, a uh, why you should watch tomorrow. I'm not too sure. I mentioned to your eternity. I'm not too sure if I'll go with that. Maybe I'll do Fate Day. Who knows? Uh, but I'll, I'll decide to, tonight. But don't forget, guys, to check out all things casual in the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.